What's up, you guys? Welcome back. I'm super excited to have you in this episode with me because this idea of the perfectionist trap is one that I'm very passionate about because whether, you know, I'm working with a client who's dealing with it, I'm personally being a recovering perfectionist, or I'm talking with people who just can relate and have been there. You know, what I found is that this is a topic that really connects all of us in some way, because it really is a foundational piece of growth. It's a foundational piece of stepping into more is unlearning and releasing a lot of these layers and and things that don't serve us anymore. And oftentimes perfectionism is a component of that. And whether you deal with it now or you've dealt with it in the past, I know that so many people understand the, the pain of this topic, the pain of feeling like, okay, I just need to let go of this. I need to stop caring so much, but I can't, or I need to stop trying to be quote unquote perfect, but I can't seem to do that. Why? And they, it, you know, it seems to be this area where it truly is a loop. It's truly where it feels like a stuck loop where you, it's one of those things where, you know, you should do different, but then how do you get out of it? Right. It's, it's really that perpetuating uh loop. So I want to, I want to talk about it. Um, and I want to help people kind of get out of this all or nothing. I've got to be perfect to be successful. You know, I'm saying all of this with air quotes, <laughs> right? Cause Perfection really is a lie. And that's what I'm going to really dive into today is perfect is a lie. Perfect doesn't even exist. And even if it did, right, that'd be super boring because we'd all be the exact same. There'd be no reason, honestly, to be here because there would be zero growth required because we just know everything. We have everything. We're done with everything. Like, (laughs) okay, why are we here? So anyways, perfectionism, the trap. What I want to talk about is what even is perfectionism? why does it feel not only attainable, but why is it not actually attainable, but yet somehow we still believe that it is and we can feel that it is right. And then what, what to do about it. So I'm hoping this will be a short and sweet episode, but it is something that I really want to dive into. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, so what is perfectionism? What is it? So really when, so I actually looked up the definitions of this and it's, it's really wild, actually. I don't know if if you've ever done this where you're trying to understand, you're trying to understand something in your life and you actually look it up. And it's interesting when you do that with perfectionism, because you see how ridiculous it is, how ridiculous of a concept it even is. Why is this even a word? Literally the definition, when you type it into Google says that perfect perfectionism, say that enough times, it doesn't even feel like a word anymore. Okay. Perfectionism is a refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. So it uses the word in its own definition, which is super annoying. (laughs) The word's a little narcissistic. Okay. Um, So then I was like, all right, well, let me look up what perfection is. And it says the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws or defects. What? So basically what that's saying is that perfection does isn't even it's not possible, right? It's like this thing that you're constantly striving to get to. And like this complete non-acceptance of anything less than the standard you have in your mind of what you're supposed to be. So it's super defeating. And immediately the word just it just it can it can create this sense of impossibility. And what's the point? 
right? I think in our minds, when we can sense that like there's this gap, this huge gap of where we want to be versus where we are, it can feel really defeating. And what I like to, you know, really teach my clients is that when you are moving towards anything, you have to under anything new, you really have to understand that there is going to be a big gap from where you are to where you want to be. And it's not about it's not about how long it's going to take to get to that thing. It's let's make it digestible, break it down, give ourselves more digestible steps and focus on those. And before you know it, that gap will start to close. It won't be so huge and overwhelming. So when we think of, so with all of that being said, I'm like, when I think of perfectionism and this idea that we're constantly striving, constantly trying to get somewhere in my mind, it's like, it's like, I'm just picturing one of my clients coming to be, to me and me just answering back. Well, yep. The gap is super big. Just go for it without a roadmap, without understanding, like how to make it more digestible, doable. It's just like, just go for the thing. And that is, I can't, that's so pressuring. So already like this word just sucks. (laughs) This word just sucks. Okay. So we understand more of what it is, right. Or how society defines it or whoever came up with that definition defines it. So why is it actually not attainable? Um, so this is a kind of touched on it, right? But it's really because it's this continuous reaching and striving for more. And it's essentially saying that it's something different than, than where, who we are and where we are. It's like, we have to externally reach for something, or we have to reach this internal state we haven't achieved yet. It's this constant, needing more, needing something else to be whole, right? It's this constant, I don't have what I need. So I have to go externally, find it, go searching for it. I need to strive for something more than where I am. And that is first of all, exhausting, exhausting. And this is why I think that society just needs more rest. And that rest is actually productive is because when we're constantly go, 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 go. And trying to hit the next goal, the next goal, the next accomplishment, what's happening is we're actually missing life in the process. We're not slowing down enough to even tune in with ourselves and see what's, what's like really going on. And, uh, so yeah, so there's, there's, so perfection is not attainable because essentially it's something you can never really achieve. It's because it's never something you have. It's never something you just have. It's always like the next thing to strive for. Perfection is saying, I want something over there that I don't have yet. Let me go get it. So whether that's an actual tangible item you need to gain, like a material something, or maybe it's a inter again, an internal state. Maybe it's like, oh gosh, I need to meditate more, or I need to do more. I need to, I need to pray more. I need to journal more. I need to understand myself more, right? It's that constant trying to just peel back the layers, constant searching, constantly trying to heal ourselves, right? All this extra work. And so when you're doing that, you're never resting. You're never settled. You're never feeling like who you are and where you are is enough. You've always got to keep moving. You've always got to keep searching. You've always got to keep bettering yourself. And I think that in the personal development industry, that idea can get kind of convoluted because it's like, we want to always be growing, right? We always want to be growing, but sometimes we don't realize that again, rest is super productive. Sometimes we don't have the clarity because we're not supposed to yet. We're actually not supposed to go searching all the time. 
sometimes we've got to sit in the uncomfortableness of who we are, where we are, our thoughts as they are, and connect with what's going on there before we're going to get the clarity that we actually really need and are craving to go where we're meant to go. So I think it's just about finding, finding the harmony and that kind of dance with growth and stillness and trusting and appreciating and knowing that you're doing way better than you're giving yourself credit for. You're doing just fine. You can't mess this thing up. Even if you feel like you're quote unquote, not on your path, you actually are because basically those weird steps you took over there that seemed off your path. You had to do that to get the data to know the, the, you had to do that to understand the contrast of what you don't want so that you can more move into what you do want and do that in a more committed energy. That's a whole other rabbit hole. And I'll probably make another episode on that, but in the meantime, right. So just continuing to go on this topic, right. It's just perfection. Again, it's just not real. Perfection is a lie. And it's not attainable because perfection essentially is this bar of a standard we're setting for ourselves in our mind around an expectation around who we're supposed to be. And every time we get close to it, it's like, well, there's always something else. It's when you have perfection as the goal, it's never going to be enough. There's always going to be more. And so you're never going to stop searching, which means you're never arriving, right? You're never arriving. So you can't get there anyways, but why do we feel so with all that, right? Then why do we feel that we can actually get there? And I say this, honestly, I'm not even preaching at you guys. I'm saying this to myself. I'm like checking myself. I'm like, Jesse, why do you sometimes feel like that's a good goal to have? And I don't know if any of us are really like, I want to be perfect. But when I think of perfect, it's like these goals in our mind of who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to look like are Um, you know, the success we're supposed to experience, the accomplishments we're supposed to have under our belt, right? It's like those things we think we're supposed to have that are going to make our life better is like, quote unquote, the, the perfect version of ourselves that we're constantly going for. So it's not maybe so literal as I want to be perfect, but really evaluate the goals you have. And I made a reel about this a while ago on my Instagram, but I was challenging people to say, or to think about what if the goals you have on your heart aren't even your goals? Have you ever asked yourself why you want your goals? I have personally been doing that a lot lately and it's been really eye-opening and realizing, whoa, I've just thought I was supposed to have this as my goal, but this is actually not what I want. And it was intimidating because I realized for the first time I had been living my life even as I was moving towards things I really enjoy, like this coaching world, I was still moving a lot based off of what I thought I was supposed to do to be a successful coach. But the more that you break away from that and you start asking yourself these questions, you start to, you start to actually live a a better and more authentic life in my eyes. So man, there's so many other rabbit holes I want to go down. There's so many juicy topics. I'm just so excited about this podcast. (laughs) And like all these areas we can go in. Um, So getting back to it though, why does it feel like we can get there if we do know, right? It's not attainable. I think what I've shared so far is, I think we can all agree, right? Like there's just so much that, that uh, we know it's not real, but yeah, we move towards it anyways, right? So why is that? Why do we know, but do different? And I just want to point out a couple of things, really. I just want to make you feel sane, 
<laughs> and I want to give you some reassurance that you're not crazy and there's nothing wrong with you. Like this is, this is very normal. This is our world. So the first and foremost thing is media and social media, right? It's the programming that's happening. And I don't care if you're a conspiracy theorist or not at the end of the day, like media and social media, it's all programming, right? That's what it is. It's just this consistent messaging. That's just constant. And whether we're actually paying attention to what it's saying or not, it is hitting our subconscious mind and it's coming in and we're starting to, and what it can do is it can have you on autopilot thinking things and feeling you need things because social media and media is really good at essentially making you think like you need certain things to live better. Like even things with the best intention, right? Like, (laughs) Like buy this journal. I want you to have a great morning routine. Okay. But I don't need to spend $29.99 on your journal. I can just go write on sticky notes if I need to, or I can go to the grocery store and grab like a dollar notebook. Like I absolutely don't need your journal, but you're going to make me think that I need it to enhance my life. Like, If I see another gratitude journal, I'm going to lose my mind. We don't need these things. You are intelligent enough to come up with the prompts that are going to be nurturing and soothing for your soul. Give yourself the opportunity to think past the, I don't know, and journal on what comes up for you. And the more you do that, the easier it becomes for the prompts and the, the automatic writing to start coming in. So that's just one example. But anyways, so right, the media and advertising thrives off us needing needing things, feeling like we need things to improve our life because they're always selling us the compelling future, right? They're always selling us the next thing, the thing that we want to move towards in our life. This is going to make your life better. You got to have this. And, you know, I actually have an advertising degree. That was actually my degree from college is what I studied. And it's interesting when you study things, you start to really pay attention to where those things are showing up more and more and more and more. And so I've just kind of grown up since then really seeing the power of advertising and in very like subtle ways and people not realizing that social media is literally just advertising, even if it's like us, like on our platforms, it's like us promoting different things in our life. And it gets people thinking they need things based off of somebody's images about their life. So another rabbit hole. So another thing is, um, also, I mean, I kind of touched on all the things, but also let's not, let's not take out or underestimate how true it is that the noise of others around us can make us feel that, you know, perfection is attainable because you could have the strongest mind in the world and be working on personal development all the time, but you are still only as great as like your surroundings. And so you've really got to be mindful of who's in your orbit, how many people are around you and who are these people? Do they inspire you? Do they give in to the programming, right? Do they, are they constantly on their phone? They could be a really great person, but if they're constantly on their phone and they're constantly taking in the programming, chances are they are very programmed themselves. And so when they connect with you, they're going to be really coming at it from that lens. So you got to just be mindful of your circle, the, your, your, your very close resources and how much, you know, the programming and advertising and things you're personally taking in um, and realizing, you know, what's kind of what's going on there. So with all of that being said, right, not to go down like doom and gloom, state, but 
I just want you to, I just want to bring to light the truth here. Really like the way that I'm kind of seeing it on a topic that I think is really important. Um, but with all that being said, what do we do about it? Right. What can you do about it? So there are things you can do about it. Right. Yes. So we are, you know, our society is like based off of programming, but the truth is if you're going to get programmed, you might as well program yourself. So step number, step number one, I think is just deciding to program yourself, filling your content or the curating your feed with things that just make you feel better. Um, I would say going to places like YouTube and just having amazing content on in the background, even if you're not paying attention to it, right? Frequencies and, you know, ground, uh, guided meditations playing in the background are really calming and really nice and just really centering. So you can try things like that. Um, also just knowing, right? Just knowing what's going on, being, don't be ignorant on the subject, right? Like even just saying, okay, yeah, I know that. I know that. But when we, when we know it, let it, let it serve as inspiration to live different. You know, don't, don't, um, feel like you're at the mercy of it, right? Ask yourself, how can I empower myself with what I know is going on? If I'm getting programmed and the world and society wants me to believe that perfectionism is possible and that I need to keep striving to achieve it by doing ABC things, because that's what makes the world go around and keeps the money flowing for these companies. You know, if I know that, then, then how can I do different? So just knowledge, knowledge of that, and then deciding to do something different about it. That's key. So reprogramming yourself. Um, Also, I mean, that's kind of like brainwashing yourself in a good way. Right. And with that, when you're taking in more good content, chances are your self-talk is going to be more positive also. So you're probably going to be willing to uplift yourself more and remind yourself how enough you actually are. And in those times when maybe you feel like, oh gosh, I need to change this about myself, or I wish I could look like her, or I wish I did this different, or I wish I had this career or job. You can get out of that. You can actually stop that spiral and you can remind yourself, oh, I am enough. Actually, maybe this thing isn't my favorite thing about myself, but these other things, these other qualities I really like. You know, I actually just did that the other day. I live, I live in, I live in Miami and it's the land of beauty. And, you know, I I don't feel like I'm the world's ugliest person, but I'll tell you what, I don't feel like I'm the world's most beautiful person here and that's okay. You know, and I'm not going to beat myself up for it, but there are times where I catch myself having thoughts I've never had before. Like I caught the profile of my nose on a picture the other day and I thought, should I get a nose job? And I've never once said that. My It's funny. My mom always makes comments like we have big noses and stuff, but like, I've never really cared. I never thought it was like the world's biggest nose or anything. And I, and I always focus on other things, but for some reason I like started thinking that. And then I had to really talk to myself and be like, okay, not that if somebody wants a nose job, like that means they're, that's bad or they're bad, like that good for them. I want them to do what they need to do to love themselves. But, and that's a whole different topic, but anyways, uh, you know, I, for me, I don't need, there's no need. I don't need to do that. And I started actually shifting that conversation in my head. And I was like, no, I, I love myself. I'm beautiful. Maybe that's one quirky thing is like my side profile maybe looks not like, oh, you know, hers over there, but I'm still great. And I love myself and I'm proud of myself. And I just started championing myself 
just to, to override that one negative thought, you know, we actually need to override like one negative thought. Cause that can really, that can really take over. We, one negative thought, actually, we have to override it with, I can't remember the number. I don't remember. It might've been like 17 positive thoughts to erase that negative thought. So you, it takes consistency, right? It's like building this muscle, but the more you actively decide, I'm going to see myself as enough. I'm going to choose that I'm worthy and I am enough. Then the more you start to believe it, the more it becomes a natural state of yours to just start thinking like that. And the more it just becomes you know, normalized. It's not like this weird thing that you do, right. It's just, just part of you. So, um, so I hope that can be helpful on the topic of the perfectionist trap, right. And just remind yourself like perfect isn't real. Again, if it was, it'd be super boring. We'd all be the same. There'd be zero purpose to be on the planet. Um, and we like, you know, it'd just be, you'd see people that look like the perfect thing all the time. There'd be like, we'd all be the same thing. It's like, nobody needs that. So anyways, um, I am just sending you all so much love. You are enough. If you haven't told yourself that today, if you, if you forgot that you are enough, you are worthy, you are loved. I'm like, I want to go on and on. I just want you to know how great you are. And, and no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're feeling, no matter what comparisonitis and doom scrolling you got yourself into, it's okay. It's okay. You are going to get out of it. It's temporary and start shifting into the more positive focus. And I promise you, I promise you that you will feel better soon. Okay. My love, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in.